0: You're listening to a feed of the Association of Music Podcasting at musicpodcasting.org.
1: Just a minute! Don't hang up! Hello?
2: Okay, Famous Starts now.
1: You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel.
3: So many years... All the people are listening, you're saying, and
2: they like it, but only few of us know That music is... Life is life, music is life, music is life. Right, right. G'day, I'm Erk, and welcome to Erk Australia, episode 510. Coming to you, or this introduction is coming to you from the Erk FM studio here in Western Sydney. As I wind my way down to the end of ERK FM, ERK um, FM Australia, that is. Anywho, we're going to reminisce again on this particular episode, and I'm going to combine what was three ERK FM episodes way back before ERK FM Australia started and combine them in one episode. At the time that I was doing ERK FM, I'd basically be aiming for about an hour show. Uh, ERK FM Australia, of course, started in 2011, in December, so about this time uh, in 2011. And since then, most shows are around about the one and a half hour, two hour mark each and every week. So I thought that I'd put three episodes together, and I'm putting them together uh, basically because they all run into each other. The episode will open up with an interview, with an interview indeed. Uh, Peter Scud- Peter Ranzullo from Scuddley Records. He will be the feature at the start of the episode. And what he's done, he's got together a group of local Perth artists and put them together. And we're going to hear the results of that towards the end after the interview. We're going to hear a lot of female artists first and then the male artists after that. Uh, Peter's still going on and promoting music in Perth he's now um, as a young child and he's still working on music projects and also you know, promoting music and trying to get people to go out to live shows in Perth in Western Australia uh, so that is awesome so I hope you enjoy the music and the interview uh, with Peter Rinzolo from Scuddley Records and I'll be back next week as we wind things down. Don't forget that Australian music is life, and I'll see you next week.
0: You're listening to a feed of the Association of Music Podcasting at musicpodcasting.org.
2: In 2009, Irk went to the dark side and became a music podcaster. He discovered that there was a wide, wide selection of music apart from do Doe" by Julie the Band. It's now 2010 and Irk FM comes down the pipe and into your ears bigger, stronger and faster. Every Friday, it's Irk FM time. Now here's your host of Irk FM, it's Irk. G'day, I'm Erk, and welcome to episode 58 of Erk FM. FM is my music podcast that comes down the pipe and into your ears at the end of each week. But hang on a minute, this episode is coming down the pipe and into your ears on Tuesday. What's going on? Well, indeed, we have an interview for you today and we have a very, very special announcement which is partly related to our interview guest. Coming up very very shortly I will be hosting a new music podcast called Insomnia Radio Australia That's right, Insomnia Radio Australia and this podcast will be dedicated to Australian music It will be the Australian version of the Insomnia Music Network which features Insomnia Radio UK Turkey New Zealand And in the United States, they have shows for New York, Chicago, Detroit, Seattle, San Francisco, and a lot, lot more. Now, I don't have any more details at this stage. We don't have a start date, and I can't direct you to a website. But stay tuned to Channel Urk and Urk FM for more information. Of course, Urk FM is my music podcast coming down the pipe and into your ears at the end of each week. For more information, go to www.ircfm.com. And on the line from Western Australia, from Scudley Records, we have Peter Renzalo. G'day, Peter. How are you, mate? Mate, Mate, I am doing super. Let me just kill that backing music. G'day, Peter. How are you? Good, mate. Yourself? Mate, I'm doing great. Happy Australia Day, first of all. And to you, too. It seems very appropriate that we are actually having this interview on Australia Day. Would you like like to tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Well, I actually only started this record label about four months ago. Um, I originally worked at a um, recording studio in Wangara, which is in the northern suburbs of Perth, and that was for about a year or so before that unfortunately went under. Um, So then I got myself a day job, started saving up, and I just started running my own place about four months ago. And I've had a good response so far, just basically servicing the grassroots artists of Perth and providing a place where they can come along and record for a fraction of the price I'd find in bigger studios.
2: So tell me about the grassroots scene in Perth at the moment. I'm on the East Coast in Australia. What's the grassroots side of Perth like?
1: Well, it's actually a fantastic place, mate. There's a lot of stuff going on that you wouldn't really know about unless you went out sort of midweek at 10pm. That's pretty much the only time you'll see this stuff on stage. Um, As a performing musician myself, I actually went through um, a a couple of venues all through 2008 and 2009 and just got exposed to this music. And um, I was always surprised to find that a lot of the public don't know about these artists at all. And the stuff that was coming out was amazing. It was really, really nice stuff. You could have it up against um, artists such as John Butler and The Waste easily on the radio, and yet no one knows about them. So
2: it sort of helped me inspire this idea for the album. And so tell us a little bit about the album. We'll be hearing a couple of songs today, but in a couple of weeks we'll be hearing the album in vault. Well, the album actually
1: came about about two years ago, the concept for it anyway, um, when I was working at the previous studio. And I was just keen to get what I was hearing on stage onto CD, so I could actually show my friends more than anything what sort of stuff was going on. And that gradually evolved into me trying to get this album released and and available online for everyone to hear, just so people who work during the week can hear this stuff when they can instead of having to get up at 10 p.m. at night and and see this stuff live. Um, So it, it was more a case of just... Out of trying to share this with people that hadn't heard it before, because there was something special going on here, and it still is.
2: And so, how do you find how do you find these people? Do you go out yourself to these gigs and introduce yourself?
1: I do, and actually, the majority of them, surprisingly, was actually from MySpace. I just basically went to MySpace and had a look through um, artists in Western Australia and Perth, and. Was able to sample their music from online and then um, contact them through. Then, but some of the artists on this album I actually found just through open mic nights and and going to their gigs at night. Um, artists like Pete Usher, who's um, one of the artists featured, I actually saw through an open mic night, and he's got some amazing music, and he's he's one of the artists that really stands out for me. And I think the the, the sort of the sort of style he has is is quite a unique bluesy sort of folky sound and. And a lot of the artists on this album share that. Now, some are more produced, more sort of commercial sounding, some are more sort of stripped back. But um, the fact is that they all, they're all started off with open mic nights and, and just gigs around Perth, and, and the, a lot of the artists that were on this album were approached in that means and, sort of, and some through MySpace. So it was a good, good mixture.
2: So what have they been like to work with? Are they are as enthusiastic as you are about this idea?
1: Very, very much so. In fact, the um, the main thing I found with them is just how much faith they had in, in what I was doing because um, the majority of these artists I contacted originally in the old studio when I was working there to get this album done and in between getting the album finalised and, and the, uh, the studio going under, um, it didn't get completed so I had to give them the bad news that the album wasn't going to happen unfortunately a year later I contacted them about doing it through me personally and mm. they were all still keen to do it. So obviously there was something about the album that they really wanted to be part of and that's all the potential of it and the response we've had so far has really shown that. So it's been, it's been really good and a great response from the artists. They've been really keen as to do it so I've been really lucky in that way.
2: And so the artists themselves, you've got a wide selection of artists from a wide selection of local backgrounds, local areas in Perth? Yeah, I do. Um,
1: in fact, the uh, one of the artists is from sort of Broome area, uh, right up north, and one from uh, further down south, Margaret River. So I pretty much cover the whole the whole coast. So it's, it's pretty good. Even actually, about one of them, um, Andrew Bond, who's um, been in Perth only a couple of years, who's performing in Perth and, and living here right now, he actually comes from Blackpool in the UK. So we're um, spanning a fair fair distance to get all these artists together. <laughs>
2: And so, how will you distribute this?
1: Well, at the moment, it's going to be available free online through Scudley Records, the um, on like, the website www com, and as well as that, I'm going to be approaching businesses around Perth, um, such as the Dome Cafe. Um, there, there's a few places like the the Blue Duck, the the Vic, all, all these pubs and bars around Perth to have them broadcast it on premise and also through means such as yourself, through online radio and and, radio radio that airs um, overseas. I've actually got a place, um, a company called Recharge Radio in the UK, which might be interested in doing it too. So basically the the album will be available free and be broadcast free, just to try and get this out there to be heard. I mean, it's not really a money-making project, this one. It's more to spread this out and, and make people aware of it.
2: And a big shout out to Justin Wayne and all the guys at recharged radio and they are a great supporter of independent and podsafe music as am I. Let's talk a little bit about the actual production. what would be the what would be the process to get this album produced? Well it started
1: off with um, the artist coming in. Um, I I've basically arranged it so that each artist performed two songs. Um, the majority just on acoustic guitar and their voice. And um, and then I have, from that, we've chosen the song that would work best for this album, this volume, because there will be a second volume coming out later on in the year, um, which will be the second song that I recorded. Uh, so from that process, we decide if the song, if they want to have like a backing band to it or like a, a recording of like drums or bass or anything else they feel the song needs or would, would work well with. Um, otherwise, if not, then we just go with, Purely their voice and the guitar, such as Pete Usher and um, and other artists that really think that they can carry the voice and the guitar themselves, like Ryan Webb, who's a fantastic artist out of Perth, and um, and he's definitely done that with, with the first track, "Sing Me to Sleep." Um, other artists, such as such as Shawnee or um, or Tammy Dobro, um, who felt that needed a, a full production to their sound to really give their music impact, um, have just worked brilliantly, and it sounds very nice. And their voices are strong enough to do that, which is quite interesting because they recorded. Their parts originally, just with acoustic guitar and their voice. Yeah, even with their full production behind it, the energy is still there. So they've definitely got something special going on there.
2: Now, that's that sounds really good. How how long would it roughly take to produce an album of this size? What sort of time frame are we talking about?
1: For me, started recording uh, middle of October, and my finalising of the editing and mastering was done about the sixth or seventh of Jan. So it's a good three and a half months it took me to do this um, all up and it's uh, it's been impressive. it's been a wonderful process all along it's, uh, it's been really and having the artists come along and know exactly what they want and know exactly what they're doing has made a world of difference so it's, it's been a lot it's been a great time for me to do it and um, and the result is it sounds like a fun album it sounds like we've, we've had fun making it and that was the hope in the end for it to turn out
2: like that and I think we've achieved it awesome so why don't we play a song I'll let you pick a song Okay, um, well, this is Try a
1: Damn Shame by the Scuttlebutt. This is always a good fun song, that one.
2: Back to Urk FM and I am talking to Peter from Scudley Records. And you just heard Peter, actually, is that right? You're, you're actually it. in. Yep.
1: <laughs> it's um, it's quite a funny story. Actually, this song wouldn't have existed at all um, had it not been for one of the artists who, at the last moment, unfortunately couldn't be part of the album, and needed to fill the space. So I had, I thought, well, here's a chance for me to sort of, you know, um, go out and try and actually write a song to this again, and um, and get back into the swing of things. And I, I came up with Damn Shame. Purely is just a fun song, just a you know a good catchy little tune, and um,
2: and it's been a great fun to do it,
1: and it, it's turned out quite nicely. I'm quite I'm quite happy with it actually.
2: And so, when you're when you're writing, you've been writing for a while.
1: I have actually, yeah. I've, I've been writing since I was about thirteen or fourteen, um, so it's been a good fifteen years now. <laughs> it's um, and that's solo stuff, and and through bands as well. Um, so it's. And guitar's my first instrument. I've been doing that for about 18 years now. And it's, um, it's all I use to write. Although for, for some artists, such as, um, uh, in the Pat Malone, as the Pat Malone project, um, I'm doing percussion for that in the background. I'm also doing piano for Megan Jordan's song, One for Your Brother. So I've started delving out into those areas a bit more, which has been made accessible to me through um, the digital medium of, of, of um, Sampled. Um, and I and suppose... Um, virtual instruments uh, so it's, it's, been, it's been a bit more I suppose uh, eclectic in the last few years
2: uh, because
1: of the stuff that's been available to me
2: So what comes first for you, the tune or the, or the words? The tune actually, I've always found the
1: writing of the, the tune, the music part a lot easier to do than just to the lyrics to that um, I suppose even having a theme helps, like knowing what sort of style of song I'm going to do, I, you know, like, with damn shame as the Scuttlebugs, I actually wrote that, almost thinking of, um, I suppose, bands like the Violent Femmes or, or the Pixies, that sort of, sort of groove into it, and then the, the lyrics sort of started coming out of that, just, just make it a far-out theme and, and go with it, and it became a lot easier to write that way.
2: <laughs> Are you the sort of person who'd be asleep at 3 a.m. and then come up with a massive idea and wake up and write it down?
1: Well, I'll be the sort of person that would lie there until 3 a.m. trying to get to sleep because I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> so um, but, but, you know, in, in saying that, it's, um, it's one of those things, especially now that I've got a, I'm have got i just basically working a day job to be able to get this studio up, off the ground. It's becoming a lot harder because I, I need to try and get to sleep so I can get up at 5 a.m. to get to my work. And, and um, these ideas normally come after I get back from work, luckily. So whether that's an unconscious thing or just it happened the way that, that it's happened, uh, I had a necessity. Um, I'm lucky I've managed to keep some sleep at night.
2: <laughs> and and that's the thing that many people listening to shows like this might not realise. Many of the people who are indeed performing, they do it around the day job. Absolutely. It,
1: it's true, especially when you're, um, I suppose, beyond a certain age where you need to work, where you have a mortgage or, or something like that, something boring like that. You, um, it is out of necessity that you've got to try and have this happening, but it's through doing this that you can live out these dreams like I am with, with this studio that I wouldn't have thought possible um, and wouldn't have been possible if I didn't have this day job. So it's a sort of a strange relationship I have with work at the moment.
2: <laughs> yeah, the day job pays for the hobby.
1: Absolutely, it does.
2: <laughs> Do you ever think that a day will come where you'll be able to quit the day job?
1: Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping so, actually, because I mean, I, I, I find... More than anything, just the, the socializing with the day job is, is the best part of it. I, I enjoy that. And with, even studio work, to a degree, you have that. Um, but a lot of it is as alone editing and mastering, um, which, is, which is, you know, it, it can get you know, quite annoying after a while when you've got no, no one around or, and you're just trying to get this stuff sorted out, whereas the day job is a good distraction from that. So it would be nice to have the ability just to have this running full time as a studio. Um, but at the same time, I'm definitely appreciating the work I have because of the social aspect more than anything.
2: So hypothetically, if you were a band uh, from Perth or from Western Australia or from anywhere else for that matter, and someone approached you what would what could you do for them as a band?
1: Well, um, I think the main thing is the the amount of control you have over your songs over your recording um, as as a have been working in, in a um, studio in the past and just the the feel that the bands have when they come in, straight away they've got their backs up about it because, and and rightly so, I mean, to a degree, you find that uh, certain sound engineers or certain um, producers will have ideas about what they want out of a band rather than listen to what the band wants out of their music, which is a common theme I've come across. And with what I'm doing, I'm trying to get to the point where I want bands to come in and tell me what they want, even sit in with me while I'm editing if they want, to really get what they want out of of the recording. And... um, one thing I like to do is is not charge for time, I charge for the job. So a job might be like three songs, and instead of charging them per hour for those three songs to be done, I'll charge them just purely on the songs itself, and if it takes 10 weeks, it takes 10 weeks. If it takes 10 hours, it takes 10 hours. And I find that in my experience with this album that bands have really, really, I suppose, responded to that well because they've relaxed a lot more. They haven't thought, I'm on the I'm on the clock here, I've got to really try and get this out. Um, so for me, I think the best thing is offering them... Uh, a no time limit recording, and um, for the I suppose for the quality you get too, it's it's a really quite a cheap price.
2: And so, are there any other ways that, that you help them? Do you do the whole process, for instance? Well, I can
1: I can help with stuff like promotion, but through the website I can help with um, even with the design of the artwork. When it comes to the music themselves, I if they ask me for ideas or opinions I have on certain of a certain part of the song. I'm happy to give that, but I'll I'll normally I'll take their cue on that. I won't won't offer a buy up until I'm asked. Um, In my experience, that's normally the best way to go.
2: And so you mentioned before that you've found many of these bands through things like MySpace. Yep. Have you used other things such as Facebook or or Twitter?
1: No, I've actually used Facebook um, more to let people know, like uh, with the the database of friends that I have and uh, and their database of friends to know about events coming up or about the albums being produced. So for contacting musicians personally, I've found MySpace and just getting out there, going to open mic nights and going to gigs have been the best resource. But Facebook's been a good way to advertise these bands out there and, and the albums out there. So I'm hoping this, um, that it works out. And then the response I've had actually for the CD launch coming up, um, which will be on the 13th of Feb at the Charles Hotel, will, will, is, is one thing I've used uh, Facebook for to tell people about.
2: In in my experience, there are bands that can do the MySpace thing and the Facebook thing really well, and there's and there's other bands that don't. For instance, when I am going through the bands and, and looking for uh, bio information about them, you can tell which bands put a lot of thought into it and which ones don't.
1: It's true. It's very true. You do find that you'll find that um, and some like to write in the third person, like they're they're being reviewed, which does work well for some of them. Um, but, but it's a good point. It, it's, it's one of those things that you might go to a band and just love their music, and you go to their MySpace page and you, you look through the bio information and it's nothing really... Um, th- that doesn't really give you any extra information about it or it doesn't really present itself in a way that you think, well, you know, it doesn't really suit the style that their band was on when you heard them the first time. or um, and A lot of that comes down to maybe even addiction. just the way they're writing the thing. It, it's, it's probably not working. But some bands just pull it off remarkably well and um, they can sell themselves in a few sentences. It's, it's, really, it's really quite good, and it, it does take a lot of skill to do that and make it look non-cheesy in a way.
2: <laughs> Have you had much experience with uh, beans, etc., on the, on the East Coast? Does anyone cross-coast to, um, to talk Actually, to you? Actually, there's
1: a, an artist um, for this album in particular. There's an artist, Heath Marshall, who's um, doing the song Four Kinds of Cheese. He originally hails from Canberra, and um, he's been over here uh, a while now. Um, and, yeah, he's, he's actually found um, the, the vast difference in the ability to get a gig um, in the East Coast compared to here is hugely different. Um, he found that he's got to be constantly on the phone, constantly in emails over here to get one gig. He'd be lucky to get a gig every couple of months. And it's a common theme I've found through all the atmosphere. here. But um, apparently on the East Coast, it's a lot easier. There's a lot more venues, a lot more, I suppose... Um, uh venues providing time slots that are, that are more accessible to the public, and, and I suppose more musos um, want to go see other musos, more just general public want to go see these musos, so they make it available. Whereas here, it doesn't seem to be as much. So um yeah, that experience from what I've found with East Coast bands is that they they tend to find over here it's a bit more difficult to get any real stage time uh, in a time that's kind of be you know in front of people that are kind of just um, non well, non musos really, because <laughs> normally you got your fellow band members or fellow um, artists on the night that are playing that are your audience um, which is great and it's good for support but it'd be good to have some public support more so the East Coast senses that better than we do apparently and it's something I want to try and change and this album hopefully will be a sort of stepping stone into that and, and making people open their eyes and see this stuff's actually happening in their own city and um, get them out there to see it and hopefully give venues incentive to have early time slots and on the weekends and times when people are out socialising instead of having to go out of their way to find these places in the middle of the week
2: because not only is it difficult for the punter to go out and see these bands in the middle of the week, it would also be difficult for many of the bands, as we as we said before, they've got day jobs.
1: It's true, very true, and you will find that it's uh, and it's normally only diehard fans or or, or diehard artists, just desperate to get out there and have their music played, that that, that do it. And even though. I mean, the majority of the bands I've recorded do have that situation where they are working full-time and they're doing this band stuff, but they'll still go out and do these late gigs because it's the only time they can do it and it's the only opportunity they have and they've got, they've got something to say and they want to express it and they want to be on stage to do it. And So they'll still be out there really really, really pushing that message, but unfortunately, a lot of the time, it's to empty rooms and, and to, to just the bar staff, which is something I want to try and help to change in here, You know, to try and make it a bit more of a an accessible time and an accessible day. The average guy on the street to come and watch you.
2: What about the quote-unquote street music press? Are they out and about and active over there?
1: Well, we have a couple of outlets in that way that do help. I suppose promote these bands, and like magazines like the Express and um, and that they do help by promotion and, and they show a lot of these gigs coming up or they do provide a good place for artists to come and show or, or you know promote themselves. Um, so they are definitely a help helping out there, but I don't think we've got quite the level that the East Coast has, and and that's something that I think it just comes down to the availability of the venues that can provide this stuff. So there's, there's no point having a lot of press about something that's only got about two or three venues that will provide it for you. So it's, um, yeah, it's a bit of a strange situation, but hopefully we'll be turning around in the near, near future.
2: And hopefully with a bit of overseas airplay as well. Who knows? Absolutely. It's quite interesting. I've found that... Um, the overseas market,
1: the UK in particular, um, seem to be responding quite well initially to these songs. Um, not not the radio stations, the, the just the friends we have over there who are sharing amongst their friends. They they, they love the sound, um, and it's something that I'm hoping will respond well in, in in the East Coast and even out, you know, New Zealand way. Even the US would be great just to have some sort of airplay from there. So I'm hoping, that, and the, I suppose the diversity of the sound on the album itself will be hopefully enough to spread that around a bit. So certain songs will play well in this particular part, but certain songs will play well in this particular part. So it's a, it's quite a diverse album in that way, and that was intentional to try and, I suppose, appeal to a lot of uh, a mass market, I suppose, uh, a, b- a bigger market.
2: And the really good thing is that it's not just the guys. The girls are in there having a red-hot go as well, to use an Australianism. Oh, mate, that's right. In fact, um, yeah, it's, it's funny. It starts... It's 50-50. There's nine songs...
1: Um, male and nine songs female and um, I've got to tell you the, the majority of the songs that I recorded um, I found the energy and the impact of it was a lot more from the females than the males and that's not um, necessarily a um, I suppose the the music itself it's just their, their energy in the song even artists such as Megan Jordan um, her song One For Your Brother uh, it's, a, it's a very almost spoken lyric but it's such a powerful song it, it, it's just a great uh, and that's one of my favourites actually and, um, and that, that's, that's I find that I respond a lot more to the female songs than going to do the male ones maybe being male I don't know what it is but it's, it's certainly something I've, I've found interesting
2: so here's a great time to play a, a female song now why don't you pick one yep I think Megan Jordan one for your brother
3: I'm not a
2: Welcome back to Urk.fm and on the line we have Peter from Scudley Records. How did you come up with the name Scudley Records?
1: Well, it's an interesting story. It's, um, uh, the actual studio itself is on my property. <laughs> so I have it in, uh, in, in a back shed, a converted back shed. And I also have a chicken coop and that's next to it. And one of the chickens I've actually got in there is called Scudley. And this happened before the actual studio was born. So I thought it would be interesting to, in honour of the fact that it's next to a chicken coop and one of the chickens in there is called Scudley. I thought Scudley Records is a fairly catchy name and it's got a strange story so might be a good way to start it.
2: <laughs> I think only we in Australia could get away with that, couldn't we? Naming a so, studio right. after a chicken. <laughs> so you would have had to have done all right with your soundproofing. Yes, definitely, it's, uh, and I've done
1: a ride right with my neighbours too, they're not complaining at all, but I, I normally try to keep the drums, any recording drums, before 6pm, and, um, and anything after that, with guitars and stuff, I normally don't go later than 7.30 or so, but I find most of my recording is on the weekends, and, and whenever I get back from work, I'm normally recording um, sort of DI, which is direct input, after 7pm, which means there's no need for amps, no need for any of that stuff, so the volume level is a lot easier to maintain. So it's um it's sort of suburban the area I'm in, but it's um but it's turning out quite nicely and, and a lot of the album was recorded, this album was recorded um sort of in the evenings at night, um or during the week. So it's I've managed to get that sound out luckily still with the restrictions I have in the area, so, so it's certainly working. And um I'm hoping one day to get my own sort of premises um purely as a professional point of view. But it's working well just for the quality of the sound I'm getting. And hopefully it will only be a matter of time before I can keep the day job and get myself in an actual studio.
2: <laughs> awesome. So while you're driving around the streets of Perth, do you put the CD in and have a bit of a listen?
1: Absolutely. It's, um, it's one of those things. It, it's the CD itself, I'm getting about 100 or so pressed for businesses around Perth and so on, but also I'm keeping a couple for myself and just truly to see what it sounds like in a, in a, car, studio, a car stereo. Because one of the things I don't really hear a lot of is, this album being played through stereo systems and and car because most people use iPods now and, and um and sort of mobile media, so normally through headphones and things like that. So it's good to hear it in the old fashioned sort of <laughs> car stereo. Didn't call that, um, but um, yeah, it's it's funny because I, I I myself don't actually drive. I'm legally blind, so oh, okay. I rely my ears a lot to get around. So my wife normally chaperones me around, and we are
2: able to sort of hear it in that way. And it's turning out pretty good. Awesome. So why don't you tell people how we can find you on the interweb? Okay. If you go to www.scudleyrecords.com,
1: um, that's where you best bet. is to go to that site there. If um, And the scudly of Scudley is C, uh, S-C-U-D-L-E-Y, records. Um, otherwise, uh, there's all the bands are on MySpace as well. So if you go to my um, artist section in the website, you'll find there's a few of them up there. There's still a few to be added and you'll be able to um, connect to all those artists there as well. Um, I'm also on gumtree.com.au. There's also a few just local classified show, uh, areas, but normally the website's the best place to go, and there's a message board there, and it's there's there's always constantly being updated, so probably your best bet is the website.
2: So what is gumtree.com.au? I haven't heard of that one. It's, a,
1: it's basically like a, a classified, online classified uh, newsletter, newspaper that is for... I suppose, musicians and, and, and people who are just doing do trading. And it's um, quite useful for finding band members and just finding, I suppose, outlets for recording and, um, and, and even tutoring and stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's, it's a good good little local resource. I think there's, they're, they're national. I think there is a national um, branch of it, but I'm obviously on the, on the Perth one, so au. Awesome.
2: And what's the name of the album?
1: The album is called Folklore.
2: So what I will do, I will put all of the songs on the on the show notes with a link to all of the artists. So if people want to have a listen before I play them on ERK FM in a few weeks' time, you can interact with the artists, let them know that you heard them via Eric FM and who knows, hopefully we might be able to actually talk to some of them out myself. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you, Peter. Thank you very much, mate. No worries. You have been listening to episode fifty-eight of IRC FM. For more information, you can go to www.ircfm.com. And in a few weeks, we will be hearing the album in full. Until next time, wherever it is that you see me across Channel IRC, I'm IRC. Good night, interweb. You have been listening to a Channel Erk production. Channel Erk and all five podcasts are licensed under a Creative Commons non-commercial, non-derivative, share-alike license registered in Australia. Music is used with direct permission or under agreements with various music providers. All rights to the music contained within remains with the original rights holder. Some sound effects are sourced from the Free Sound Project under Creative Commons. For more information about Channel Erk, go to www.channelerk.com.
0: You're listening to a feed of the Association of Music Podcasting at musicpodcasting.org.
2: In 2009, Irk went to the dark side and became a music podcaster. He discovered that there was a wide, wide selection of music apart from Do-Si-Do by Julie the Band. It's now 2010 and Irk FM comes down the pipe and into your ears, bigger, stronger and faster. Every Friday, it's Irk FM time. Now here's your host of Irk FM, it's Irk. G'day, I'm Erk, and welcome to episode sixty-three of Erk FM. Erk FM is my music podcast that comes down the pipe and into your ears at the end of each week. For more information about Erk FM, go to www.erkfm.com. And boy, oh boy, have we got a treat in store for you today. I know, listeners, that you love hearing female music and that you love hearing Australian music, and today we have the best of both worlds as we feature females from the west coast of Australia. On the line, joining us from Western Australia, we have Peter from Scudley Records. G'day, Peter. G'day, mate. Nice, nice of you to join us again. We spoke yeah, to. We? No worries, no worries. We spoke to you in episode fifty-eight in relation to the album that you've put together called Folklore. Why don't you briefly tell us a little bit about that album for those who missed yeah. it? It's basically
1: a um, compilation album of, of local grassroots artists in Perth here and I've um, put together 18 artists performing 18 of their original songs and it's um, a great, great I suppose example of the sort of music being played and, and written in this
2: city. Awesome. So why don't we get straight into the music because our great mate Shawnee says that we're here for the music, not for the chatter. <laughs> why don't you introduce our first song? Okay, this is Megan Jordan, and her song is One For Your Brother.
3: I need this tonight, cause I'm not all
2: Welcome back to Erk FM. And, Peter, why don't you tell us a little bit about Megan?
1: Well, I actually approached Megan um, a couple of years ago when I first came up with this concept of the album. Um, and uh, this is basically came into the studio, um, yeah, originally very soft spoken. And I've recently come to learn she's quite a um, comedic little character. <laughs> she's um, yeah, very very firmly rooted in, in comedy style writing and uh, in, in comedy music. And, um, It says have a song like "Once the Brother," which is is quite an emotive song, really, it's uh, it's quite a quite a great contrast, uh, and and it shows the ability of her her versatility in songwriting. And um, she's been writing songs for about twelve years or so, and um, she's one of the one one of the probably my favourite artists on this album, to tell the truth.
2: Awesome. So, thank you, thank you, Megan. That was an awesome song. Now we'll go from megan and we have an interesting band coming up called pins and ladles what sort of name is that well if you um (laughs) check out their myspace it's
1: an interesting story they actually were sitting in um in Fremantle, and um the uh, the guitarist the main songwriter um sarah was complaining about her pins and and needles and the um the singer ashley um actually (laughs) responded by saying pins and ladles And they obviously had a bit of a joke about that. And it's quite funny because they didn't realize what labels were in the first place. So they thought, well, that's all right. That can be the band name from now on. And (laughs) they started off as a duo, to tell the truth. And they've recently formed as a full band since I've um, contacted them the second time. Because these guys are one of the bands that I contacted first in 2008 as a duo. And now they've come for this one here as a full band. So this is Walking Sideways by Pins and Ladles.
3: side one
2: You're listening to UrkFM, FM episode 63 and we're chatting with Peter from Scudley Records. The song you just heard there was Walking Sideways by the interestingly named Pins and Ladles. Uh, why don't you tell us about the next song, Pete? OK, this song here is Raw by Meesh Sweet. Now,
1: these guys are sort of local heroes. There. They've got a, a great underground following here in Perth. Um, not quite the following I think they deserve, they should have a lot more people knowing about them, which is why I really wanted them included in this album, and um, I was lucky enough to have them. The yeah, the, the sound, the intensity of this song just sort of says it all. They're just, they're just a great band, and I think the more that people hear them, the, the, the happier they'll be. <laughs> so here's Raw by Meesh Sweep.
3: I'm
4: strung out to replace your doubt, and I can't hear the words that you sing in the rain, but I heard you pull out the. Room.
2: Don't forget, if you would like to know more about these artists, listen to some more of their music, perhaps even in some cases watch their videos, support the artists, go to the show notes at www.erkfm.com, click onto the links of the artists, contact the artists, and let them know that you heard them here on Erkfm. Now, the next song sounds rather interesting. It's called Dictated Relationship. Yes, by Tammy Dobbury, um, who's a solo artist and
1: um, basically come into this uh, to, to have uh, sort of a full production uh, band to her. And, and it's, it, her voice is very, very... I love the sound, uh, the energy in her voice in this song. And she originally recorded this song purely to an acoustic guitar. So when you hear it back now, it sounds like she's got a full band around her that, that she recorded with a full band, but it's not at all. She's just got that sound in her voice. And the quality of her voice is, is such that she can just belt it out and sound purely in tune with acoustic or with a full band. And it's, um, yeah, it's just it's, it's a very, very nice. It's got great harmonies too. You see all the harmonies uh, first time around, all one take. So here's Dictated Relationship by Tammy Dobro.
2: FM is a member of the Association of Music Podcasting that you can find at musicpodcasting.org and also check the show notes to find out more about Insomnia Radio Australia hosted by me. Now, we are going to thank you for listening and that is the name of the next song, Peter. Yes, thank you, by Shawnee. Um, This one here is a great little tune. Shawnee is another um, solo artist
1: and I've actually known her for a year or so. I originally contacted her from the first time around in 2008 when I was trying to get this album off the ground. And um, since then, she's been coming to me for guitar lessons, of all things. Um, she's a very, very accomplished songwriter, and she's becoming a very accomplished guitarist, and, and I'm yet to see her live. So that's one thing I really look forward to with this um, CD launch. Come, well, it would pass right well um, So it's, it's called Thank You, and it's one of the songs that is, very, very, I suppose, simple in this idea, but it's such a great, great sound, and it's, um, it, it, it's definitely one of the more impactful songs on the album. So thank you by Shawnee.
2: indeed if you like the sound of this album don't forget to tune in next week for some male uh, performers from the west coast but we haven't finished yet pete oh yeah mate we've still got four to go <laughs> and so what's what's our next song
1: next up we have through and through by jasmine now um this artist was actually referred to me Um, by a a student of mine because I I do teach guitar as well professionally and one of my students, his daughter um, was friends with Jasmine and and heard about the fact that I was doing this album and luckily sort of heard about it while I was in the process of still recording so he referred me to Jasmine, brought her in one day um, all of 18 years old, amazingly talented and came in, did her guitar and voice and all within one take, harmonies, the whole lot So she's definitely got a promising future in this city and indeed elsewhere. Um, So here's Through and Through by Jasmine.
3: I've got eyes but I can't see I've got a mouth but I don't speak I've got a brain but I can't read. The signs that you put out for me I've got arms but they don't hold I'm naive but I've been told And I'm half out and you are sold To me cause that is all you know When I can't up to the truth Jay Hope Fall for- selfish, cause I came to heal for myself. true got a mouth but i don't speak i've got a brain but i can't read the signs that you're the one for me
2: hope you're enjoying the music this week on irk fm all ladies and all from the west coast of australia now peter you mentioned that you're actually a professional guitar teacher what sort of people come to you to learn how to play guitar
1: Whole range of things. Actually, I've got um, six-year-olds right through to sixty-year-olds, and um, I've been teaching for about nine years now. So it's actually the the first thing I did in the in the industry, in the music industry, before I started doing sound engineering professionally. Um, I've been doing sound engineering for about t- for thirteen years now, but um, guitar teaching was my first real sort of, um, I suppose, professional outlet in, in music. So I've been doing that. I've got about thirty odd students at the moment. And, um, yeah, just a whole range of, of styles as well. So it's, it keeps me busy, and I'm really enjoying it.
2: And, and of course, you've had a lot of fun producing this album, and we'll be hearing you next week. But who yeah. are we going to <laughs> hear now? Well, now we have
1: uh, Ashburton Terrace by Danny Ammon. This one here is a great little tune, actually um, very Crowded House influenced in a way. I find your voice to be... Uh, akin to that style even closer to sort of york style um and it's, it's something that i find really interesting she came originally um as a member of the band blue finish who was a band out here in, in perth playing great great stuff and um she's not the singer in the band at all she's come along doing a solo stuff for this project and has been doing solo stuff for a while but only recently and um, this is one of the songs that she wanted to do and um, i think it's turned out nicely it's a very short but it's just, a, it's just a great tune and it's, it's, it definitely grows on you and the more you hear it. So this is Ashburton Terrace by Danny Ammon.
2: next song sounds rather interesting. Hands like feet. Yeah, by Leah Hands Grant. Like
1: and it's um it's by Leah Grant as the Pat Malone Project. Leah Grant is actually the sister of Megan Jordan, and um and that's actually how I came across uh, Leah Grant because Megan brought her in um originally in two thousand and eight to do a recording as well. And and since then I've I've kept in touch and we've managed to get her on this album as well. It's um yeah it's it's one of those. One of those situations on this album where an artist just stands out, and I find that her voice and just her style of songwriting is haunting. It's amazing stuff. And mm-hmm. I'd love to do a whole album with her. Um, it's, it's just one of those things that I don't think I've heard before. And it's, um, it's such a fresh sound. It's such a, yeah, it's just, it's just amazing. And this song here captures it beautifully. It's, um, it's me on percussion for this one, so it's, it's my first attempt at this, but um, it's uh, Leah doing all the harmonies and all the guitar work. So this is Hands Like Feet by Leah Grant as the Pat Malone Project.
2: And that song that you heard there was Hands Like Feet by Leah Grant as the Pat Malone Project. Does that mean she's doing it on her Pat Malone? Is that the story? (laughs) Yes,
1: it's true. She's only a solo artist, but um, I dare say that a band behind her will be in the pipeline, I'm sure.
2: Awesome. So let's use another Australianism. Let's kick it home with this song, I Know You'll Come Home. I Know You'll Come Home by Becky Arslanoski.
1: And this is um, the only piano, solo piano song on the album. Um, yeah, Becky's voice is, is incredible. She's got a really, really great uh, timbre to it. It's something about it. And I think that this one here, um, as well as the next song, which will be on the second volume of this album, which she recorded as a guitar, um, is definitely the one that it, it, just, it stands out vocally. There's something about her quality of voice that is just amazing. And um, as you'll hear with the song when, when it plays right now. So I think it's one of those songs that is definitely a mood a turner. <laughs> this one is um, Backyard Arslanoski and I Know You'll Come Home.
2: know i've had fun putting this episode together peter it's been great to have to have you give a little bit of an extra background to the artist normally i just read things off people's myspace pages or people's websites or whatever but it's certainly different to have someone who actually knows the artist tell us a bit more about them thanks for coming along. It's been a pleasure, been a pleasure, mate. Thank you. and we will see you next week um, Peter will be back with us and we'll hear from the male performers on the album Folklore. Don't forget, you can contact me by going to www.irkfm.com. If you would like to hear the interview between Peter and myself, go back to IrkFM episode 58 and you'll hear that interview in full. But until next week, I'm Irk, and as we always say here at Channel Irk, good night, Interweb. <music> You have been listening to a Channel Erk production. Channel Erk and all five podcasts are licensed under a Creative Commons non-commercial, non-derivative, share-alike license registered in Australia. Music is used with direct permission or under agreements with various (laughs) music providers. All rights to the music contained within remains with the original rights holder. Some sound effects are sourced from the Free Sound Project under Creative Commons. For more information about Channel Erc, go to www.channelerk.com.
0: You're listening to a feed of the Association of Music Podcasting at musicpodcasting.org.
2: Bye. In 2009, Irk went to the dark side and became a music podcaster. He discovered that there was a wide, wide selection of music apart from do Doe" by Julie the Band. It's now 2010 and Irk FM comes down the pipe and into your ears, bigger, stronger and faster. Every Friday, it's Irk FM time. Now here's your host of Irk FM, it's Irk. G'day Irk FM fans, it's Irk here coming to you direct from the Channel Irk studio here in Western Sydney, Australia. On this episode we have a selection of Western Australian male artists from the album Folklore and on the line once again we have Peter from Scudley Records. Great to be here mate. G'day Pete, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. No worries. Now last week we heard from the ladies from the album Folklore that you've produced and I also interviewed you on episode 58 and so why don't we get straight into the music with with the first song?
1: Yep, this is Sing Me to Sleep by Ryan Webb and it's, um, well i started the album with it and I think for good reason. It's it's just an amazing song this one. He's got a great voice. He's he's, uh, one of the artists in Perth here that is Um, really on the up and up. He's he's, a soloist and he's with a band, but this song here is his solo stuff. And it's, um, yeah, as soon as it starts, you just hear it straight away. There's influences of Damien Rice. There's, There's just the guitar work and the voice alone is enough to carry the song and give it real impact. So hope you enjoy it. It's Sing Me to Sleep by Ryan Webb.
4: I wish I could be a kid again everything seems so much simpler when i'd say when i grew up i want to be just like me but as the storm clouds gather over my head i wish it could be a light bulb instead a boat of lightning created by me Late at night As I'm waiting For sleep To wash over Me Suddenly I am alone No more Cause the city Lights They speak And they sing To me I They sing to me In a whisper soft and sweet They sing to me Sing me to sleep It takes a fool to love a fool She's watching the sun as I'm watching the moon And she is my swing And I am just her tree Oh, I wish I could read your mind, babe My hands on your face like I'm blind, babe Tracing the lines that I've learned to read between There's a light that I'll keep inside of me Cause I am waiting for you to show up at my door but the city lights They speak And they sing to me I hear it, I hear it They sing to me In a whisper soft and sweet They sing to me Sleep. they sing to me in a whisper soft and sweet they sing to me sing me to sleep sing me
2: You're listening to UrkFM, of course. UrkFM is my music podcast that comes down the pipe and into your ears at the end of each week. And, of course, don't forget to check out the website at www.urkfm.com and also find out what's happening with Insomnia Radio Australia, as hosted by me. Now, we're going to have another song now called Damn Shane by The Scuttlebugs. And, Peter, you're in this one. Yeah, mate, that's me. Um, <laughs> I actually, um, as I explained in
1: the previous, uh, I think it was episode 58 when I was speaking to her, um, this song here came about because one of the artists that was originally uh, booked in to do this album couldn't unfortunately do it in the end, and I needed to fill up the, the time slot, so I thought I'd just have have a crack at, at writing a song again. I've been doing songwriting for a while now, but um, nothing like this, nothing in this sort of vein. So I just... Um, um, I'm not a very competent singer, so I thought I'd just do something that's like telling a story and put on a character. And um, as a result, damn shame, by the scuttle bugs was born. So here it is.
2: there's some bands that have interesting names? The Scuttle Bugs is one of them. How did that name come about?
1: Uh, it's interesting. It's uh, it's one of those things where I needed a, I needed a name that was it sounded sort of I suppose cutesy and and interesting, but uh, in actual fact, there's this thing called the Scuttle fly which. Um, which it, it lives out its whole life basically in a corpse. <laughs> so it's, I thought it was an interesting little, um, little sort of name that sounded cutesy but actually had quite a, quite a sinister sort of meaning to it. So I thought it would be a good, good sort of blend of, of the two worlds and that's always the sound of the song comes down to that too. It's a fun sort of song with a sinister message. So I thought it worked well.
2: And of course our next artists are called Lost Not Hiding. What's the story there?
1: Okay, um, Lost Not Hiding is actually, again, um, a performance by me, but not quite as, I suppose, um, eccentric in a way. Lost Not Hiding, the name itself, um, was inspired by a band called Waving Not Drowning. I thought it was just an interesting little sort of uh, way of, of, I suppose, approaching a name. So I thought Lost Not Hiding, interesting little point. Um, the song itself is my attempt at actual singing, which, <laughs> which you can decide for yourselves if it worked or not, but it's... Um, yeah, it's just a fun little song. I, I've definitely had a sort of a, a British influence in this song. Uh, it felt it felt like it come out of the UK to me, anyway. It's um, the, the guitar work itself. Um, I've, I've used an open tuning, which is normally a tuning you'd use in blues, and um, and I was hoping to get sort of a bluesy feel to it, or albeit a sort of I suppose folky sound. But um, yeah, just make up your own mind about this one. I, I, I love it, obviously, <laughs> but uh, let's see what you think. Let it slide by lost, not hiding.
5: You see yourself in me
2: to Urk FM episode 64 and with me we have Peter from Scudley Records and it's great great to have you on the on the west coast and of course this album is an attempt by you to increase the profile of grassroots performers in western Australia which is really good. It is
1: and I'm hoping it'll get some I mean so far it's been great response from the um
2: the, the public here and from friends and, friends and family so I'm hoping to spread it as far as it can go mate Awesome, so let's get on to our next song, this is called At The Windsor At The Windsor by Salve, now I've known Salve for about 10 years, he, uh, we actually went through university
1: together and um, and until recently we were in a band um, Salve and the Troupadours, which is a fantastic little um, little folk band that um, Salve put together and I performed lead mm-hmm. guitar for and um, this song, uh, At The Windsor we actually conceived of and you'll hear in the lyrics um because of his experience playing in different bands at this one pub at the windsor with uh, the windsor hotel so it's a it's a great little, little groovy song and it's it's recorded in a style um i suppose a very vintage sounding style which is why you, you'll hear this and think that it's almost almost a of vinyl the sort of sound it is so it's called at the windsor and it's by salve One, one, two, two,
6: one, two, three, five The Windsor Hotel. When I was seventeen, with Brooks and Shout, drinking and drumming keen. Introduction to Verbena, Dry Sand, Book of Miles, and Bloody Mary Eyes. Three blokes on a milk crate.
2: you like what you hear, you can go to the show notes at irkfm.com, click on the links, find out more about the artists, support them, listen to more of their music, watch some of their videos and let them know that you heard them here on IRKFM. I'm looking forward to hearing next, this next artist called Pete Usher.
1: Pete Usher and the song's Out of My Depth and this is the um, second song on the album that's purely guitar and voice. Um, along with Sing Me to Sleep by Ryan Webb. This, Out of My Depth by Pete ashley it's a great little sound. It's a great sounding song. Um, and I've known Pete um, through the open mic um, experiences I had. I met him down at a place called the Woodbridge Hotel in, um, in Guildford. And he um, performed right after me and Sal did our little duet when we started off playing together. And we were just blown away by his voice. It was an incredible voice. And he's also an incredible artist, a painter. So he's, he's talented in too many things, this guy. He's really, really great. And he's just a great guy in general. And the, the sort of sound you get from this song, it's a very bluesy sound. It could have been written 60 years ago. It's, um, it's just one, one of my favorites. And it's, um, it's called Out of My Depth, Pete Usher.
7: You got some Keeping an eye on you You couldn't run Not if you wanted to You're frozen It's like you just can't move I know this, cause I've been watching too. You can take all these bills I gotta pay. You can love my aching heart so far away. Give it shelter, somewhere safe to stay. If you're lonesome, I'll turn a blind eye today Scratch the surface and dive on him Throw caution to the wind you got more than meets the eye I'm guessing You know I'm out of my depth You know that I'm swimming You've always had Such big things You're gonna do You've always had Longest road Out in front of you Well Off you go now boy There's so much to prove But don't forget There's you. Scratch the surface and dive on him, Throw caution to the winds. You got more. You know I'm out
2: Irk FM is a member of the Association of Music Podcasting, which you can find at musicpodcasting.org. If you like IRKFM, go to the show notes and you may indeed find some other music podcasts from around the world. We have a wide variety of locations and a wide variety of genres that you that you may enjoy, but I'm definitely enjoying this music and we have Pete from Scuddley Records with us, and we're going to talk a bit about Seventh Sky. Seventh Sky by Jai Deeg.
1: Um, it's, it, this guy here is actually a comedian. He goes by the name Buffhead, and he's done some circuits around the East Coast and up, up um, um, the, the North and South Coast of Western Australia. And I've known him for a while now, and I've actually um, completed an album with him um, called Bring Back the Buff. And it's a it's a fantastic um, Aussie com- comedic sort of album and um, if you get the chance to check it out I'll, I'll definitely recommend it and it should be up on my website actually um, the information for it at skylycords um, but this song in particular seven sky is very different from that and it's it's more akin to I suppose early cruel Seas sort of sound it's um yeah this is a really pure um, so it's almost like the guys just got all together and just started jamming and I had a mic in the room. It's, um, it's got a really raw, raw sound and it's just beautiful. It's called Seventh Sky Jai Deeg.
2: next song has an interesting title four kinds of cheese by heath marshall now you were saying peter before that that heath has actually come across the country to the west coast
1: yes he originally comes from canberra and uh, he's he's only come over recently from from canberra to live here and um and sort of make a name for himself in perth and this song here um four kinds of cheese is this a it's a very interesting little song and you hear him He's got a he's got a monster of a voice on him, and you know he's a monster of a guy. He's six foot eight, and it's just um yeah, it was just really really fun you know recording this guy. He's, he's a solo performer uh, as a band. He's got he's got his own kick drum, um, hi hats, cymbals, and he plays the guitar and sings at the same time. It's one of those one man shows, and um and you can definitely hear that in this song. So it's four kinds of cheese by Heath Marshall.
8: Hey, pretty lady, won't you save this dance for me? I can't remember, I now remember Please let go and make it up, you see Straight and narrow, just like the arrow Can you read between the lines? Not even all the stuff in the world Can contain this one-track mind This must be love to watch Shame in the wind Fire. No, what do we expect from a distant, composed liar? This might be love, so what's the deal? There's no shame in the way that I feel. So wait up, won't you please serve it up?
2: The song you just heard was called Four Kinds of Cheese by Heath Marshall. Is there any cheese at all? What's the story behind the title? <laughs> it's, an in- it's an interesting one. It is, isn't it? It is. Um, you yeah, know, I've yet to find
1: the meaning in that. I'm sure there is. And it's, um, it's something that, that escapes me. So I'm sure if your listeners can work it out, they should write in and let you know. <laughs>
2: And speaking of names, I sometimes a song title is enough to get me to listen to the song, believe it or not. This next one is by Andrew P. Bond, and it's called Ballad of Dangerous Dave. Absolutely. This guy is a great performer,
1: and he's a great songwriter. His song, um, he's actually, Andrew P. Bond originally hails from Blackpool in the UK. Um, and he's been here for a while just doing his own thing, uh, getting, getting gigs. Uh, whenever he can, and, and again working a day job like a lot of these artists do, and this fits in between that the time to perform and come and record. But um, this song in particular was written here. This is uh, ballad of dangerous day, and it's actually based on um, uh, his experience in Perth, living in hostels here when he first came out. And um, so it's actually dedicated to someone in particular. I don't, I've never met him, and I'm sure a lot of people know exactly who he is when they hear the song. But I'm I personally at a loss who he is. But this doesn't matter because the song itself is just a, a, a corker, and. um He was really after... He performs everything on this apart from the lead guitar. And the sort of sound he's after is sort of a a Beatles slash House of the Rising Sun influence, which I think we pull off quite well. Um, So, yep, I'll let you hear it. This is Ballad of Dangerous Dave by Andrew P. Bond.
2: And a shout-out to anyone called Dave. (laughs)
0: A man walks under a cloud Who knows what plays upon his mind Or the reason he's trying to hide Late to rise and late to bed Yet again As he tirelessly fills his nest On an island far off the coast His name lights; He reigns over his domain a place for tough guys who never cry Who can question his wise command Or despite what deals he's made And alone despite all the girls he's laid He jumps from one prospect to another Once all he grew up out on the streets Became his own bite own best friend he searched high and low for his true calling, vanishing over the horizon leaving a trail of unpaid bills For oh, despite what deals he's made and alone despite all the girls he's laid, he jumps from one prospect to another A struggle with deals he's made And alone to all the girls he's laid What he lost Can't be claimed Back with an invoice Girls like slot machines And he won't quit until he wins But they've no chance of getting in He got his ideas like a sentry Betting on the horses a chance and faith But will he ever fill a void inside There he goes and then walks under a cloud He's trying to
2: hide you've been listening to URK FM episode 64 and to finish off we have a song called small hands small hands by Brendan
1: Gaspari this is a great song actually um, one of the artists on this album that I really enjoy recording with and and just just listening to. I've managed to um, get an, album, an EP, sorry, finished with Brendan recently, and his songs are uh, very, I don't know, there's, there's very, a lot of humour and, and cheekiness to them. It, it's a great thing. It's, um, the EP is called uh, Get Through Tonight, and um, you'll also look at the website for details for that, or go visit Brendan's um, MySpace page for more details. But this song in particular, it's, it's a really nice little tune, and um, very akin to Josh Pike the style, but quite unique, and it's it's just a really haunting sound. It's got just him on the guitar and voice, and uh, violin just playing through the whole song in the background, just sort of creeping in and every now and then. And it's um, yeah, it's got quite a, quite an effect on it, and it's a great way to end the album. It just sums it up perfectly. So this is Small Hands by uh, Brendan Gaffari.
9: Chains to your trapped heart, and know I will hang on to your every word. Two in the morning never feels late when I'm with you. Send me a text to say you made it home, and know I will read it through more than once. I wish we could see each other Friday night. I Say this as I
2: And indeed, that was a very nice way to finish the episode. I'd like to thank everyone for listening, but more importantly, a big thank you to all the bands and a big thank you to Peter from Scudley Records for being here over the period of three weeks.
1: Thank you very much, mate. It's been a pleasure.
2: Keep in touch, mate. If you've got any other artists you want to send my way, let me know. Absolutely, will, mate. Thanks so much. And thank you very much for Urk FM. It's been wonderful. No worries. Don't forget, you can find out more about the artists and Scudley Records by going to the website at www.irkfm.com. You can go to Scudley Records at www.scudleyrecords.com. Find out more about the artists and how to support them. Until next week, I'm Erk, and wherever it is that I see you across Channel Erk, good night interweb. You have been listening to a Channel Erk production. Channel Erk and all five podcasts are licensed under a Creative Commons non-commercial, non-derivative, share-alike license registered in Australia. Music is used with direct permission or under agreements with various music providers. All rights to the music contained within remains with the original rights holder. Some sound effects are sourced from the Free Sound Project under Creative Commons. For more information about Channel Erk, go to www.channelerk.com.